Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to Rewoke, Rewriting Our Kids Education Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Person, and friends, we are on a journey. We are rethinking, reexamining, and reeducating ourselves and our children. We talk a lot on this show about preparing our kids for the 21st century, but what does that really mean? To me, it means making sure they have opportunities to think critically and creatively about the real world and its issues. I believe that our kids have the power to affect real change and that they can work to make a difference to solve some of those issues. My guest today, Michael Trezza, believes those are important skills as well and created an entire enrichment program to help students master those skills. I saw a quote on a blog a few weeks ago that read, in the future, children will be required to be creative, innovative, collaborative, have problem-solving skills, and an ability to adapt to change with resilience. That's a tall order to fill. And how the heck do you teach that? And oh yeah, are you woke? The term 21st century skills is generally used to refer to certain core competencies, such as collaboration, digital literacy, critical thinking, and problem solving that advocates believe educators need to teach to students to help them thrive in today's world. But in this era of mandated state tests, slash school funding, and teacher shortages, when is that ever supposed to happen? Enter Michael Tetra, a technical CEO and entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience in software development. Michael combined his love of creating compelling online experiences with his passion for education and created a supplementary high school program that teaches these important skills to creative and curious high school students. Hey, Michael, how are you? I'm fabulous, Michelle. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. And thank you so much for being here with us today to talk about your uh, your innovative after school program. I can't wait to hear more about it. Thanks so much. I really appreciate being here. So give us a little background. Tell us about your, what's your story? Like how, what was your motivation for starting Giant Leaps Learning? Where did it, where did the idea come from? Cause this isn't your first, this isn't your primary business. This is something you can't, you kind of came into, correct? Yeah, it, it is my primary business now, but I've been in tech for the last 20 years. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 21 years old, give, give mm-hmm. or take. And, um, my daughter, I'm 44 now, just for context. My daughter was born five years ago. She's, she's just over five now. And when she was born, or when actually when we found out that, that we were having a, a baby, I just started, every, everything changed. Are, are you a mother, Michelle? I am. I have three okay. and my five-year-old also just turned, is, is five. Oh, wonder. it's such a fun age. It's such yeah. a fun age. You know, and everybody says like having a kid changes you for sure. And I didn't, I didn't really understand what that me what that meant until I realized I was having a baby. We were having a baby. When when that came, um, when I when I realized that, I started to just think about the sort of world that I was bringing her into. Um, I, like I said, I've been in tech for twenty years. I have a kind of a pulse and a bead on where on how quickly tech is moving, on where the world may be going, on the the fascinating uh, ad- advances in science and computing. And, uh, you know, somebody asked me the, the question of, what do you think the world is going to be like when, when she's 18 or your age? 
And mm. it, just, it just kind of put me on this like track of thinking of, of wow, I think it's actually going to be pretty different than my experience of 18 or 44. Um, and so that was the beginning of the, the sort of the genesis for Giant Leaps, um, was starting to think about where the world was going. And, and my, my wife being in education as well, she's owned learning centers for the last 15 years, is an educator herself. So we've always had conversations around education. And we've had a lot of conversations around the deficiencies in, in, in traditional education. And I started to really look into how we were going to prepare this, this, this little girl for, for the world. And I found so many gaps in what, what's being taught in schools today versus what we feel the skills of the future are. And yeah, so I can expand in any direction, but that's, that was the genesis. So that, that's, that was where Giant Leap started. Well, first of all, that's amazing because everything about Just Like Me presents this podcast, um, our new micro school that we are that we are launching is all about the gaps in traditional yeah. education. Like Just yeah. Like Me started out because there were gaps in literature um, that grew into this podcast because there were right. gaps in education, which grew into our micro school because traditional work learning wasn't working. So like that yeah. whole once you realize it, it's almost like you have to take action if you if you want to make a difference. You know, you, it's almost like you, you can't just sit. <laughs> and realize that there's this huge problem and not address it. Tell yeah, us more. Yeah, tell us more about Giant Leaps. Like, what is, what are your what are your goals with the company? What what is it exactly? Who do you serve? All yeah. of that. Yeah, there's some there's some very big audacious goals with with the company. But I, I know I'll, I could I can start anywhere. Those are the ground level. But the but the idea is. You know, I, I believe we're we're living in a world and in a time right now where where there's a leadership deficit. Um, and if we don't step in quickly and begin to begin to empower our young people to become curious, capable, passionate, creative leaders who who care about society in the future, then then we're in a then we're in a bit of a bind. <laughs> is how I see it as mm -hmm. society, right? Um, things are like everything from climate change to technological advancements. Things are moving very quickly, and um, we're running out of time to to get these kids in positions um, to to do the best work that they can do. Um, so, I mean, that's a sort of a, a, on the grand scale. What our program is, it's an online after-school enrichment program, and, and it's primarily designed for high school students. Mm -hmm. And what the three things that we focus on are self-awareness, global awareness, and critical thinking skills. So what that, what that means to us is, uh, the self-awareness component, if you, if you help kids understand their natural strengths and interests, um, that produces things like reduced anxiety, that improved confidence, things that all kids right now need. There's uh, anxiety is, and depression is an epidemic in, in teens right now. Mm -hmm. um, the next thing is, uh, the next thing is glo global awareness. And what that means to us is, you know, school does a good job of teaching kids where the where the world has been and about history, but maybe not the best job of teaching kids where the world is going. And mm -hmm. somebody told me this a long time ago to to always skate where the puck is going. It's a hockey reference, um, and and I think it's a it's a great one because if you're if you're setting kids up for the world of today, the, like the career world of today, you're you're way behind. By the time these kids get ten years older and graduate high school, they're going to be they're going to be behind the ball. Um, so what we do is want to we want to introduce them to the concepts of 
uh, the, the technological concepts that are changing the world, the influences that are changing the world from AI to cryptocurrency to gene editing, um, to, to these things that are going to redefine the workforce um, and get them curious about the, the, the possibilities and the potentials of that world. And going back to the first one, the self-awareness, if, if they know their strengths and interests better, we can kind of overlay that with where the world is going and, and find, find some, some real synergy um, for them. They, they can see themselves in, in, this, in this world, in this future world. Uh, and then the third thing was critical thinking skills, which, which everybody needs. Um, and certainly the skills of the future are, I believe, in, in critical thinking. How to discern or discriminate between good and bad information. How to find information online. You know, certainly we need to teach kids how to memorize things. You should, you should know your times tables. You should, know, you should be able to memorize things. But that shouldn't be the focus of education. Um, it, it really should be, I believe, around creative problem solving and innovation and, and critical thinking. Um, and those are, that, that's the, the, the thrust of our program is giving kids digital literacy skills to succeed in the future. So those three things are, are you know, what our program is about. And I guess my question is, those are all such important things. Yeah. Why do you think those skills aren't being taught in schools? And what can parents do to future-proof their children and prepare yeah. them for the jobs that don't exist yet? Like, how, yeah, how can we that. teach parents? to follow the puck? Yeah, I love that. Great question. I, I'll answer the first one first because I think there's, I mean, uh, well, anyway, the first one around like why schools aren't teaching those sort of things. It's it's really difficult. So first of all, there's the question of is, um, is the concept of confidence or depression and anxiety, like is that is that a school's role to, to get involved <laughs> with those sort of things? Um, second, I suppose, is it's really difficult to teach critical thinking skills um, or to test critical thinking skills. So a lot of these things are difficult to test. And, you know, what's the machine of education about? It's, a, it's about testing and, and, uh, and rankings and money, right? And if you can't test it, it's really difficult to justify some of these things. That's, that's in some reason, that's why I see things like art going away and creativity going yes. away from schools, right? Um, th there's a hard, there's a, there's a hard ROI or a, it's difficult to connect an ROI there. Mm -hmm. um, as critical as they are, it's difficult to test for them. So that's one of the reasons why I don't think it's, it's really being addressed in schools. Um, I'd love some of your thoughts on that as, as I well. Mean, I, agree, I agree wholeheartedly. I think yeah. that we are in a, we're in a culture where the most important thing is, can you test it? Can you prove that, right. um, that they learned? And when you, when you, when you define learning specifically as a test score by right. a number, by a letter yeah. grade, um, you, you completely, you know, eliminate areas of learning that are just as important but are not quantifiable. Exactly. And, and I think that, I think that we, we have got, and everybody, their accountability, 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 mm -hmm. like we have to hold everybody accountable. We have to hold people accountable. We, we should also be realistic. Um, and, and, re and realistically, um, you know, I think a lot of intelligence doesn't exist in a vacuum. Right, um, right. And, and there's a lot of gray and mm -hmm. there is no room for gray um, in education right now. And that's unfortunate yeah. because the gray is where the beauty is. Yeah. Um, and, and so I love that that's that you recognize that. And that's why you created this program. Yeah. Um, what can parents, yeah. So what can parents do to, to, to future proof their kids? Because parents, parents 
are having the same thoughts you had when you found out you were going to be a dad. Yeah. I want to make sure that my kid is best prepared as possible for the world that's coming. Um, but obviously they're at school and the, the school isn't doing it. So what can parents do? How can they step yeah. up? I mean, kids need self-awareness. They need, they need control over their emotions. They need to know how to speak clearly and, and communicate with people. Um, these are things that parents can absolutely help with. Um, uh, kids also need to understand, to hold a sort of a bright vision of the future is, is, is how I think of it. So what, what that means, like for a parent is have conversations with the kid, um, stressless conversations with the kid around where the world is going, what they might want to do in that world or what their interests are, um, about where the world is going. So, so not. So not ones about college and, and SAT scores and about your major. <laughs> Let's have some conversations with these kids about what are your interests? Where, how do you see that interest applying over the next 20 or 30 years? You know, have some real conversations about possibilities and potentials that are, that are disconnected from um, the, the kind of like hamster wheel stressful outcomes and that the kids are kind of kids and parent conversations usually have attached to them. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe like one of the most important ones that I can think of. Right and now. it's so yeah, and it's so frustrating. I have a I have a five year old and I have a senior or a rising. Okay, senior. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. And so and so my rising senior, um, where as we're talking about what she wants to do and where she wants to go, she is so. I mean, she's been a product of the traditional um, school system, obviously, and I put her in it, so yeah. I accept some of the culpability. Um, yeah. But in trying to get her to understand, right now she's looking for colleges. She's been very narrow in where she's mm-hmm. looking because she wants one specific major, and okay. if the colleges don't have that major and she's not looking at them. Rule that. And I'm like, yeah. well, and I'm like, well, you know, it's not really just and you should really take some business classes. Most schools now have some entrepreneurship courses. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you should be looking at, you know, other like I'm trying to get in, in high school, I was like, you know, it's great that you want to do creative writing. That's her thing. Creative mm-hmm. writing only. Like and I'm like, you know, well, what about like newspaper will give you some some editing skills you know the the, um you know there there are other the yearbook it it will help you figure out how to edit and to and to and to do layout and the things that will help you pay the bills for careers that possibly don't exist yes everybody can write a book but there are other skills that you can um that you can hone in on that you can explore and you don't necessarily have to major in the thing that you're going to do at college college you know Having that experience with a person who's been in, and and I I have to laugh because she has she has she drunk the Kool Aid, you know right, she right, she did right. she did exactly she has come out the person that school <laughs> was supposed to make her be exactly the machine um, works yeah yeah and as her mom who uh, is now growing into like you an entrepreneur um in the in their in their mid forties you know I'm understanding that there's there's flexibility there and that there there are lessons I would like her to learn younger yeah. than I figure them out um right. so. Yes, definitely. Those conversations, I think, are are so key. Trying to I, I honestly almost unteach what mm-hmm. we we spend so much time letting the schools teach our kids. Right, that's what right. Yeah, um, I think so, disconnecting yeah. that is important. And you know, somebody was talking to me once ab- about their kid um, who's who they're just interested in F one racing, and and he was trying to get him interested. Like the parent was trying to get him interested in other kind of like more serious things. And we had this conversation that changed the, the parents' kind of perception, and it was around like, okay. That's great. The kid, the, um, your kid loves F one racing. In if if they're interested in that, they think about all the opportunities in that interest that they could take part in. They could be an engineer. 
They can be a designer. They can be an, they can be in a, a CFO. They, they, there are an unlimited number of careers that, that are exist inside of that interest area. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I kind of talk about a, um, a lot ar- around parents is don't discount a kid's interest if you don't see it having a real world applicability like straight away. That you have, mm-hmm. you have to think you think about mixing and matching things and being creative with with the kid's natural interests and strengths, and then tying real world applicability to it. It's funny because that kind of was going to be my next question, which was mm-hmm. kind of what advice do you have for parents to teach their teenagers? Because I know your program is primarily for teens mm-hmm. to yeah. be able to find opportunities and seize them and mm-hmm. apply them to their interests. Um, so, you know, so you just talked about a little bit about having a parent have to have a mind shift. Um, like how do you, how do you work with the kids? How do you work with the kids to get them to, to have that mind shift? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's what our program does. And what we do is we, we, we introduce concepts. So first of all, we start with a strengths finder assessment and then an interest assessment. So just baseline, we, we have a sense of what their interests are. The first module they get assigned two is, or they get assigned, is something that's squarely in their interests. So it may be something like, you know, we've got a new student who's interested in, in medicine, neuroscience, um, and, uh, and, and gaming, which is really interesting converse, uh, really combination. So her first module is, is on um, life extension and uh, is uh, regenerative medicine. So the prompt that she gets kind of assigned at first is, Imagine a world where we could pause or reverse human aging. That's that's like day one, right? That's a pretty heavy concept. So what that does is we're starting to we're starting to have a, a blue sky conversation with with this student around where the world is going. So just Michelle, for a second, imagine that. Imagine a world where we could pause or reverse human aging. Mm-hmm. What and what about that interests you? Something must be interesting to you about that. There's almost no way that you could, right? Right? But is it like what is? It, where does your mind go to? Does it go to? Oh wow, the cultural implications. I can't imagine what family dynamic looks like. Okay, what about uh, maybe food shortages? That's an interesting one. Um, or or e- ecology, uh, over you know, overpopulation and uh, climate change. Okay, you see where I'm going? Like mm-hmm. we, we take a prompt like that that we know the student is interested in at some level, and then we ferret out where their where their sort of other interests lead them. And mm-hmm. then we, then what we do is start to have discussions around those things. So so let's say ecology is what's interesting to you around that, or overpopulation. How what do you think some of the challenges are going to be in that world? And how do you um, how do you think we can overcome some of those? So mm-hmm. we do a lot of creative problem solving in in there, and over the course of the weeks of the program, they start to they start to picture how they can be involved in the solution of of these problems. And mm-hmm. once they've done that one time, they can apply that thinking to a lot of different things. So in in the the problems that we see in the world, they can start thinking of of how to be part of the solution. And not be like a, you know, I hate to use the term victim, but not not have the the world be imposed upon them. Right, right, right. I, does that, I love does that. that. Answer the question a little bit. It does. It does. Yeah. It really does. And and so, can you share with our parents um, before we before we get out of here, like any other tips or resources for parents who are looking to cultivate those skills? Obviously, Giant Leaps Learning is one they should definitely check out. It's online, yeah. so I'm assuming it doesn't matter where you live That's to right. be able to, to to participate in the program. No, but are there any other tips or resources that you frequent or that that you guys draw inspiration from or anything like that? 
Yeah, you know, we're actually putting a guide together. I've been getting that question a lot lately is like, wh how, where do parents find out about where the world is going? You're right. If, uh, if we're talking about this with kids, we're, we're, we are putting a guide together for that and check our website. It's coming soon. But I would say things like, you know, just be careful of the news you, you take in, your social media feeds, and start looking more at documentaries, um, podcasts. Uh, there's some fabulous, everything from Tim Ferriss to, one of my favorites recently is Lex Friedman. His podcast is is on all sorts of fascinating topics, mostly revolving around uh, where where the world is going. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the best I can give you at at the moment around those okay. sort of things. Yeah. Well, that's no no problem because I'll, uh, everybody can uh, can drop by the website and pick up that guy yeah. when it's ready, and they can yeah. um, check it out for themselves, and they can share this podcast and any others that uh, might interest them with other people, and they'll just continue that learning and keep yeah. following that puck. Um, exactly. Where, where Michael, where can listeners contact you if they want to learn more about Giant Leaps Learning? Yeah, uh, giantleapslearning.com. Straightforward as that. And you can, anybody feels free um, to reach me at michael at giantleapslearning.com. I'd love to answer your questions or start a conversation. Awesome. Michael, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate the opportunity. Follow the puck. Always look to where the world is going so you don't get left behind. Harder for some of us old fogies, but a mindset easily cultivated with kids. Thank you again to our guest, Michael Trezza, and thank you to you for listening. Show notes and resources to the things we discussed are available on our website at www.justlikemepresents.com. Share this podcast with other parents and educators in your circle, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you heard, leave us a review. Reviews help others discover our show and begin their woke journey. Have a great week, and remember, if our children can see it, they can achieve it.